I want to continue with the, the topic that I am teaching you. What is the topic? Loudly please. Intimacy with God. Okay? Intimacy with God. So, we were talking about intimacy with God last Sunday. I shared about today we cannot have protection. So everybody need to have your Bible available with you and uh, you need to read. Can you give one mic to somebody who can pick up the, the if it is possible, and the words and read. Okay? So, uh, we were talking about pursuing holiness. Okay? We were talking about pursuing holiness. So, uh, I shared that uh, last Sunday that most of Most of us think we have a definition for good. Everything good seems to be good. Right or wrong? Everything seems good seems to be good. But when it happens, the, and that mentality has crept into churches as well. You know, everything good seems to be good. And then what we do, we make God and good equal. Okay, and why? We think that because the word Bible says every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the Lord. So many things that we do or see or think or live seems to be good to us. So we think that that is the same thing that God expects us to be living or doing. Here there is a place uh, there is a place we can come there is a place so the, the, the good things like that happen you know and uh, you remember the one of the prayers of Solomon was was when God has asked him what he want he said God God you have given everything to me what you promised to my dad David. Listen, what if I need? I need a understanding heart and to give me a discerning to know good and evil. Discerning to know good and evil. Understand that? And then in the book of Matthew, when Peter was talking about uh, when Jesus was talking about that is his death Peter was saying no 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 this cannot be happened and then Jesus said Peter you are thinking the way man thinks you're not thinking with a godly perspective so most of the time what happens to we think about good and we think that it's good Here, one so, in the book of uh, 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 in the Mark, you see when Jesus, when one, the end ruler came, comes and he calls Jesus good master. What should I do to to get eternal life? So here also, Jesus says, "Why you call me good?" 
though he is god though he is uh, the 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 part of the second person of the trinity he says why you call me good there is only one who is good that is god so the reference point for good is god and now what i said to you is this it is not the fruit in the garden of eden was rotten or it was worm filled that attracted eve he was not got attracted because of bad in the fruit he was attracted good in the fruit what was the good in the fruit it was good to the eyes and that remember take genesis chapter 3 It was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and pleasant to the eyes and it was to desire it was good to desire why to make one wise to become one wise so means what in that fruit there was something that was good to their eyes there was something that was pleasant to her to to good to eat and then what was the third quality it could make her wise so the good things of the good things trapped her the enemy used the good thing to get traps eat and ultimately what happened that the bad side of the good thing was what disobedience she had to disobey god to get these things done so that means most of the time as young people we judge you take your own way and decide what is good and bad okay and then come with the, with the old people if something say you don't know you don't know what is the today's generation going through as if we came from just fell from some other place every season has its own challenges changes challenges are the same as in the first john says what is that the lust of the eyes lust of the flesh pride of life only the methods the intensity get changed okay things are the same so pursuing holiness means what but he was not trapped because of that and jesus said do not be deceived you know and bible also says even the elect will be deceived that means what in the good things there can be a possibility and i told you because sometimes we think about the good we forget about the best and we just concentrate on the good and we are so obsessed with the good and then we forget about the best you know i want to tell you somebody today evening again today god's plan for your life is not changed even today if you think that you are a con case for you it is a con case for him it is the beginning amen your plans of god has not changed for you no matter how much bad is your situation I want to tell somebody he is the one who knows from the beginning to the end means what you may see today yourself as a drug addict 
you may see yourself as a fallen child but god in his eternity sees you as a conqueror and a winner and he will give you the holy spirit so that you can pursue holiness somebody say amen, amen. he will not leave you helpless that's why jesus said it is better for me to go away that i can send another helper another helper means the kind of me the only issue is that i was only limited to jerusalem my area was this much but he can be everywhere today he is everywhere on the face of the earth amen and so he said you pursue holiness and peace and for what what given to us pertain the holy spirit is given right we have the holy spirit don't say that we fall in a weak moment we fell no the weak moment you never fell you have not listened to the prompting of the holy spirit every single person how many of you hate sin i sorry i need to ask in the other way how many of you love sin okay, <laughs> okay. how many of you hate sin why you hate sin how can you hate sin i call you all to sit front because i am going to ask for fresh <laughs> how can you say you hate sin it is it destroys you i want i want to ask you can you as a person have the ability and power to discern what is sin or me no then how we can hate sin today you and me hate sin because the true god is living in us because you have the holy spirit that's why you can know that i need to hate sin if you had no holy spirit in you then you would have loved to do the things that you used to do amen so the some people are there no matter how many messages they hear no matter how many conventions and crusades and all night prayer they go they never change why you know because they have not kept the holy spirit living in their life because if you do not have the truthful bible says it is it deserves in us the truth if you have truth you will hate also amen so every single person who lifted up hand saying that i hate sin just because you have the one who hates sin in you because you are the temple of the living god and the holy spirit lives in you amen you may fail but he will not allow you to be a failure because he is a god of second chance he will come back to you so that you can repent and turn and pursue him so i want to say so what is bible says in according to bible i am recapping something and just closing okay there is nothing outside god that can count good there is nothing outside there is nothing good in alcohol it is nothing good in sex or i'm not defining anything i'm saying whatever is the 
measure that you made for good. I want to make one statement. There is nothing good outside God. Can you get it? There is nothing good. The Bible says the father delights to give good things to his children. So there is nothing good outside the father. Amen? Amen? You can get only through God. So, we are living in a corrupted environment. Okay? And what we need to do? We need to have the washing of word every day. Okay? I read it from Ephesians chapter 5. What we read? Ephesians chapter 5, 26, 27. Then what we read? We have a washing of the word. The Bible, the word that we hear, what it does? What it does? It washes us. Okay? By hearing, what happens by hearing the word of God? Faith increases. But when we receive the word of God, what happens? It washes us. It washes us. It washes us. Amen? Okay? Okay. Now we will go. So, the statement what we made last week that is Ephesians chapter 1 4. Please read. Ephesians chapter 1 4. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before the world. So, most of us, most of us, or many preachers, even many preachers, we have heard that. We believe that Christ is coming for whom? For his bride. Okay? Who is the bride? Church is the bride. Is it that Christ is coming for a church? No. Christ is not coming for a church, but Christ is coming for a glorious church, according to the Bible. Okay? Glorious church. Without, 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 without blemish, without spot. Amen. So it is not just a term. There is a conception in everywhere that Christ is going to come, we will be raptured. No. The Bible is saying that he is coming for a glorious church without wrinkles, without spot without blemish. And that's why what we do, we always think what we do is okay. We become extreme Pentecostals, we become extreme Methodists, we become extreme Catholics, but we are, we love Jesus. How many of you love Jesus? Everybody love Jesus. Now we ask, how many obey Jesus? That is not our point. We, want, we love Jesus. Even the demons love Jesus. You fear God? How many of you fear God? The demons fear God. What is the difference between you and demon? He troubles. And we take it granted. 
I'm born of a Christian father. I'm born of a this thing. I'm big, big. My church is big. My pastor speaks prophecy. Everything is temporary. The only thing that's going to count is what? Do you have a relationship with God or not? There is one thing. Please go. Your denomination, your church, your pastor's name cannot save you. The only thing that is valid is, do you have a personal relationship with God? That is exactly what Jesus asked his disciples. What other people talk about me? And everybody said, they said, you are Elijah, you are a prophet, that. And then the question was, what do you say about me? Today I am leaving this question to you to look into your heart. Because I want, I want to tell you one thing. I am born again for 26 years. When I came to the Lord, there was when I started the ministry 25 years before, one thing was in my dream is that I will not run after membership. But I want to I want to bring a disciple-making church. Disciple-making means what? Go and teach them what I taught you to obey. Not just preach. That's why I don't. I go, don't go for crusades. I don't go for other meetings. I can go anywhere and preach and come back, get some empty money because I will not be accountable for anybody. So I don't go there. Why? Because I'm just uh, putting somebody's uh, stomach is full with chicken biryani and I'm giving a visa to them. Nothing matters to them because they are full of work. But what is, are we obeying God's word? God is coming, not for a singing church, not for a preaching church, not for a jumping church, not for a prophetic church, not for a membership church, not for a mega church. God is going to send his son to bring his bride, and his bride is a glorious church, which has no wrinkle, no spot, no blemish. And that is God expecting from you and me. And for that, not only hearing the word of God to increase our faith, but meditating on a daily basis the word so that you may wash on a daily basis is important. Somebody say, If you are not reading Bible, you are missing something. You are, you are. Last week I asked you, how many of you take bath every day? Don't say I'm taking bath with the urine, okay? No. With the water. You know, if you don't take bath every day, what happens? At least for Indians, what happens? I, I know, I'm, I sweat a lot, so if I don't take two to three times bath every day, not every day, then I will stay. Okay? So, what about your spiritual life? Don't be a Sunday Christian. Live for him every moment basis. And people, money will come. Faith will come. Relationship will come. But the time that you need, it will not come back. This is the time. This is your day of salvation. This is your day of salvation. Here to his word. So, we need to have a, a Jesus coming from a... Why, 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 let me ask you. You remember in the Isaiah chapter 1, 
when Isaiah was worshipping God, everybody was worshipping God. The first was what? Oh, they were saying, holy, holy, and what Isaiah said, Lord, I, they, they, they saw that how, how bad they are. And immediately from there, he says, I am living in an unclean, unclean society. No, he said, first he understood our society is bad, then he understood. That means in the presence of God he found. See, remember when Peter had the catch of fish and immediately he doesn't said, Jesus, come, let us be partners in fishing. Yeah? We partnered with many pastors and prophets. No? Okay? I will give you hundred dollars, you give me thousand dollars. We partner with them. But Jesus, he what he said, Peter said, Go away. I'm a sinner. Which one? In his holiness, he realized his emptiness. Today I'm asking you, thank people. You may be born of a Christian, in a Christian family, big, big church member, whatsoever may be you are. Do you do you see your unholy lifestyle when you look to the God of this Bible? The God of this Bible. Do you see that you are naked in front of Him? In, in Revelation 5, not only in Isaiah, Revelation 5, the elders, they just throw their thrones to Him and say, crowns to the enemy's throne and say, Holy, Holy! They could not stand and that is the God that we serve. He is a Holy God. He is a holy God. He is not just, he's, don't make him like a magician to give everything to you. He gives because that is his attribute. He heals because healing is inseparable from him. He gives peace because he is peace. But who he is? I am who I am. The angels worship him. The demons suffer. The mountains melt. The deer gives birth at his voice. That is the God what we serve. And he says, pursue holiness. And today churches avoid holiness. Churches never preach. Clergy never preach. Preach, even preach with very carefulness. Why you know? Because about because of the membership and in the income. The moment you speak about holiness, the church will be empty. Because we all want to live with our unholy lifestyle and again say that we are Christians. Want to tell you, Ephesians chapter 1 4, read it again. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without play before him in love. Just as he chose us in him, okay, before the foundation of the world. So you see, we are not chose after you and me coming into this world. He chose us before the foundation of the earth. That is one thing. Second, that why he chose us. That we should be holy and without blame before Him 
in how? Not in compulsion, but because we love him. Amen. If you love him, that should be the benchmark. Because I love him, I want to be holy. Amen. See, before the foundation of the earth, there are two kinds of holiness. Okay? This before the foundation of the earth, which stands as a as a positional holiness. What is positional holiness? Because God is holy. The day you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you are sanctified, justified, and confirmed. You become holy at the sight of the Father. Because we cannot be, we cannot make our own holiness to stand at the sight of the Father. You understand that? So, we were covered with His holiness. That is positional holiness. That means we are in Christ before the Father. What we are? We are holy. And then what is that? What he says? That you may, that you may, you should be holy and without blame. Means what? This is behavioral holiness. You have to behave. Means what? Like people say, hey, walk like a man, grow up like a man. We say normally. What means? Because positionally you are created to be holy, now it is your responsibility to behave like a holy person. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is your and my job to live. So here, this Bible says, as I am holy, you be holy. So you be holy, it, it's our decision. It's our decision. If you go to a party, a drinking party saying no to drink is your decision. That's not God's decision. Why you say no, God? No, because you in love know that I am holy. Suppose your parents are very poor and then they are doing some sort of work and paying you fees. Before you bunking classes, before you go for some picnics and all without without joining class and you fail, you will think ten times because my parents are sacrificed. Right or wrong? Right or wrong? Right. So you will bang the class? No? Please don't bang the class. Okay. Okay? You don't bang the class. Why? Because you love your parents. The same way, here says, you be holy in love. Means what? If you love Jesus, it is your responsibility to behave like holy people. The Bible says, you are not called to uncleanness but to holiness. And he gave you a Holy Spirit that we may walk properly. Somebody say walk properly. That is the correction that we need to give. If your brother or sister goes in an improper way of walk, your job as a keeper of the brother to tell, brother, Walk properly in love towards God. Don't attack him, speak in love. Don't condemn him, correct him in love. Amen? Amen? Because we all, and people, everybody has a natural tendency to walk in their own way. And that's why Solomon says, in your end ages, you understand your creator. Understand that? So you need to be holy. Okay? You need to
it to be holy behavior of holiness it says in 1 peter 1 14 to 15 i where is grace 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 ever grace you have an amplified bible you want it today okay if anybody has an amplified bible okay read it from any bible as obedient children not fashion yourself according to your former lust in your don't walk according to your former lust in your ignorance in your ignorance why we walked in former lust because we were not aware about our positional places okay now but as he which has called you is holy as he has called you is holy so be holy in so so you be holy in all manner of conversation. All manner of conversation and lifestyles. In some translation says all conversation and conduct of your life. Means every word that we speak, every way that we live should be a behavioral holiness. That means what? If you are you are an abusing person, then what you are doing? You are behaving like an unholy person. If you are an alcoholic person, you are behaving like an unholy person. You are Christian, born in Christian family, having parents as Christians, take water baptism, speak in tongues, but disobedience. That means what? Unholy lifestyle. God expects before his son comes to take his bride, be not be just a simple church. We be a church, out what church? Glorious church, blameless, spotless, blemishless and wrinkle free in Jesus in love. Amen? Amen? So God has not called you to uncleanness, but to holiness. So the Bible says, so we are positionally, we are holy and we have to behave properly. Amen? Okay? Okay. So, Colossians chapter 1, 20, 21 to 23. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your mind because of your evil behavior. But now, He has reconciled you by Christ. Okay, okay. So once we were alienated, now what we are? Now we are reconciled. Means what? When you, 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 now you are alienated earlier, so that alienated times lifestyle you cannot live when you are reconciled. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. You cannot be Christ, Christian and devil. We cannot serve two masters. We cannot sail in two boats. We cannot say two different languages from our mouth. Can anybody speak Gujarati and, and Shona together in from my mouth? At a time you can speak only English or English. So we cannot serve two masters. So we were once alienated. Somebody say we, we were once alienated. That means there was an old person that now who you are 
now I am reconciled. Somebody say, now I am reconciled. Okay, now 22. And now he has reconciled you by Christ physically, by Christ physically body through the death to present you holy in his sight. What for he reconciled you? To present you holy. Present you. Means present you. Means what? He has to take you and give it to you. Give it to God. Lord, I'm presenting my pride. What pride? Present you holy in his sight. Holy? Without blemish. Without blemish. And free from accusation. Oh, free from accusation. You understand accusation? Why free from accusation? How many of you know free from accusation? Who is the accuser? The devil is the accuser. So means what? Even Moses died, the devil went to fight for his body. He was an accuser. Why? Because Moses became angry one time. So he went to claim Moses' body. He died. He never repented. He died in angry. So give this body. And what Michael said? The Lord rebuked you. And he went back. Understand that? So what one? The, the God want, Jesus want to make a bride so that when he, the bride stands before the father, the accuser should not point finger and say, hey, this is the point where something is wrong. Got it? Holy, blemishless, and okay, and then 22 he says holy above reproach inside his side. Means what? There should be no accusation against you. And we cannot do it by ourselves. We need the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. Amen. I'm not condemning, I'm not judging anybody. Every single human being upon the face of earth goes through this situation. But we, now we are in Christ. The Holy Spirit lives in us. Let us not live the life that we earlier used to live. Amen? Let us not, I said earlier also, what the world does, you cannot do. You say, we are in people. You want, we want to dance. Dance like what you danced here. Ask Nayasha to how to dance. She will help you. How to jump, how to dance, how to shout. There is no need for you to put some secular music and dance. I'm not saying, don't ask me secular music, hearing me sing or not, that is another problem. Okay. Okay. So, we can do everything. Everything is good, but it is not good for us. Our standard is what? God. Amen. So, <coughs> so we need to have this grace according to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 9. God has given us grace. Grace means in this particular portion, the grace means the power. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient for you. For my Paul, Paul, when he was having that thorn and he was praying, and then what is it? My grace is, and then what he says? For my power is made For my power is made perfect in you. So when you go through issues, what he gives you? He gives you power. The grace, charis in Greek, it is charis. Charis means it could be favor, it could be 
it, 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 it could be gift, it could be benefit, it could be grace. All these words are there. It can be, it can be grace and kindness also. Amen. The divine influence upon the heart and this reflection is needed. The grace comes, the reflection of God comes out from our life. So pursuing holiness, we need to be very careful. You know, <laughs> I told you last week, some addiction like uh, <coughs> pornography, for instance. Now, pornography, you can say not to pornography, last Sunday I said, that is in your capacity. But still the urge keep coming. You can say no to alcohol, but evening time you get the urge to drink. You have a motorbike, you go slow, but your urge comes that you need to speed up. Okay? You have a car, you go like a Formula 1 fast. What is that? This is the urge. If you want to see, you have the power to say no, but if you want to Nip the bird means what? To remove that urge that is only possible with the help of the Holy Spirit. No man can fight his own weaknesses by his own strength. Then Jesus would have not come for to die for anyone. Start understanding that you are weak and frail and you need somebody stronger and praise God. The one who is in this in you is greater and mightier than the one who is in the world. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't say I failed. No. If you, you say yes to Holy Spirit, he's mightier and he's stronger than the one who is in this world. Amen. 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 Don't say that I failed. Make Holy Spirit your partner. Make Holy Spirit your helper. And what we do? Make Holy Spirit our chief. We want Holy Spirit to speak tongues. Bible never says if you don't speak tongues, you will go to hell. Never. Tongue speaking is one of the signs of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, not the mandatory. One of the signs. Tongue speaking is good, prophecy is good, but don't make it as idle. Spiritual idle. Some, there are Pentecostals, they say, they are right. Let me tell you. Every denomination, every church and every believer think that they are the closest one to Jesus. Everybody thinks, oh, my church, my, I am the closest one, one to I tell you. That's a wrong interpretation. He is close to every single person who calls upon his name. And he says, I am not far, but I am near. Amen? Don't leave it, live a life thinking that I am the closest person. And others are not. Some people say, we will go to heaven, they will be left out. Don't decide for, don't help God. Let him do his business. Am I talking to you this evening? Some addiction, some lifestyles, we cannot, we, we have the power to say by the grace, means by the favor of God, we can say no. But to come out from the urge, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. 
You need the grace and the power of Holy Spirit to overcome. Don't try with your own strength. Decide to say no and take the power of God. I tell you, the decision can be quick, but the overcoming progressive is progressive it may take time so don't get upset some people get quickly changed from their bad habits some people take time but god is still working amen god is still working okay what is the problem with us we are all people under the authority of jesus Right? We are all under the authority of Jesus, but only problem is that we are not in His presence. Am I talking? We are all under the authority of Jesus Christ, but we are not under His presence. John 14, 21. Whoever has my command and keep them is one who loves me. Okay, what is the Bible says? Whoever has my commands and keep them. Whoever has my command, they loves me. Is it like that? What is your Bible says? Don't have Okay. What is your Bible says? Lovely man. Sharing a poor man, just so you may do it. <laughs> he that hath my commandment and keepeth them, that person loves me. Doesn't mean that you have his commandment, but you don't keep it. Keep it means what? You do not obey. You know? We are all. Social media evangelization group. Every day, new version is very handy, cut and paste, so that everybody thinks that we are very holy. Yeah. Very holy. Okay? Bible says, not the one who has the word, but who has, who keep the word. Somebody say, keep the word. And somebody pray with me, Lord, give me grace that I may not only hear, but I may keep the word. Speak. You know why? The more you hear, the more you will be accountable. To whom more is given? Right. The more is given, more is expected from you. The more you receive the word. How many of you know? That God's penal code is this. The same Bible you kept on your lap, in your car, in your pillow, down the pillow. The same word is going to judge you. Out, not outside of this. This will be the same word that is going to judge us. The one who have my commandment and obey them, they are the people who love me. They are the people who love me. Okay. Okay. Thank you for coming. God bless you.
So what we have, what we do, we profess faith, but we do not possess faith. We speak faith. We speak faith, but what we don't keep faith. Amen. Right. Now let me ask some of you. Oh, this is so much of. I pray for distraction to go. This distraction shall increase. Okay, let me stop on. Please stop.
having multiple choices of friends committed to multiple people who wants me to talk properly okay do you think that you will marry a girl who has multiple relationship how many men will marry such girls okay all girls watch no nobody lifted up hands so tomorrow when they come and say don't believe them <laughs> what i want to say is that nobody wants to marry a girl with multiple relationship the same way god cannot listen to you when you have multiple choices in your life with all of your heart and all of your soul and strength you need to love god love him alone amen don't go here and there don't go left and right don't go left and right there is only one who died for you and he said i love you and love him in return do you think that jesus coming for you i want to repeat he want to say ephesians chapter 5 26 27 There is the Bible. Go on. Yeah. yeah. Five twenty-six twenty-seven. Five twenty-six. To make her holy, cleansing her by washing with water through the way, mm. and to present her to himself as a radiant church, ah, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Okay, five twenty-six twenty-seven. What he says? To make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the water. And then twenty-seven says he might present her to himself. He is the washer, and he is the receiver. He washes you and receives him to himself. What a glorious church, not having spot, wrinkle, or any such thing, but that he should. she should holy and without blemish how many of you thought christ is going to come for you how many of you thought that jesus christ is going to come for you anybody i am lifting up my hands not because i am blemishless and spotless but today god is speaking to me saying be holy and i am taking a decision today in my behaviors to be holy and i think you are you want to live in a holiness that's why you want it how many of you think that christ is going to come for you everybody think that then you have a responsibility today to make a decision saying lord i want to live a holy life and i will wash i want to have a washing of the word of god I want to have my faith increased. I don't want my eyes. Jesus said one wonderful example. Say that it's better that with two eyes you go to hell, not the eye that sin sins or hands that cut. What was the meaning? Not feeling that if your eye is doing something wrong, pluck it. No. What means what Bible says? Says that you be die, die for yourself. Your eyes should not see the things that you should not see. the hand should not do the thing so when if your eyes is a problem you need to commit your eyes to god god i want you your my eyes to be sanctified i want my eyes to be sanctified my hands to be sanctified my mouth to be sanctified so that i will not speak 
unholy words. I may not see unworthy things. I may not do unworthy things. We need to come to God. Beloved church, I'm, I'm closing. That's why Jesus said, if anyone want to follow me, deny yourself. And if you are not loving more me more than your father, mother, wife, husband, and don't take your cross on a daily basis, you cannot be my disciple. Amen? You cannot be my disciple. You need to deny yourself. In the Bible says, the last days, the married may live as if they are not married. Means what? They may always concentrate and focus on God. In 23 minutes in Israel, today morning's message, 23 minutes, 5,000 missiles being launched into Israel. In 23 minutes, 5,000 missiles. And like you and me, people sitting, sleeping, what they were doing, they are gone. Today, if I take your life, where will you go? You have Jesus as your confidence. Pursue holiness. Pursue holiness. Say no to the things that you can say no. And ask God to remove that urge from your life. Amen. You all are going to marry one day. Some of us are married also. When a girl, I saw a video and I'm repeating that. A girl, when she's ready to get married, she comes in a white gown and stands and the boy stands here and she walks. And there are people clapping, people congratulating, but the bride's eyes were only upon home, the group. She will leave all those people. The mother, the father, the brothers, the sisters, everybody. Their eyes will be totally concentrated upon the would-be sister. She will be walking. She prepared herself, not for her father, not for her mother, not for her brother, but for whom she prepared. She prepared for her crew. That's exactly the example I want to give you. Prepare yourself for your group. Not for the church membership, not for the pastors and prophets. Prepare yourself for God. Lord, I want to be blemishless and spotless because I want to be your bride. Don't die sitting in a chair in a church, in a church the saying that you attended all 20 years the church. The, the, the chairs may be much more worried because nothing happened. Maybe in 20 years the chairs changed three times but you never changed. Focus on Jesus. As the bride focuses upon the group, your group is going to come. Very soon. I don't know today, tonight, we do not know. When we go out, if my end comes now, I do not know. But when if I, I, my end comes today, where will I go? 
I want to tell you, beloved children, and closing, you need to give your entire life and your heart to Him. You may be loving Jesus, you may be having faith in Jesus, but my question is, are you pursuing holiness? Are you pursuing holiness? Religion makes you religious, but Christ makes you righteous. Every religion gives graveyard, only Christ gives eternal life. What are you, what is your focus? Almost what Paul says to the church, pursue holiness. What is holiness? Holiness means set apart life. Holy means set apart life. Consecrated life. Separated life. Exclusively for him. Only for him. We want to be for him. How many of you say, I want to be for him? I am preparing myself for him. Not for any congregation, not for any church, any pastor, but I am preparing myself for the order and tradition of my faith. My bride, the soon coming king, is going to come to take me and I am preparing. Hallelujah. Let the church prepare herself to be united with her through very soon if he calls your name. Birth with you tonight I am ending with this question you have this Jesus in your life I don't finish my sermons or my exhortation without giving an opportunity to people to repent and turn to Jesus if you do not have Jesus as your personal savior today is your day to receive Jesus Christ and if you are in Jesus but you are not living your holy life today is your day to repent and confess your unholy life to Jesus and ask the help of the Holy Spirit to say, Holy Spirit, help me that I may live and pursue holiness. How many of you are there who want this Jesus as your personal Savior? There is only one who died for you. There is only one who is going to come back for you. We want you to be holy. We want you to be holy, pursue holy. Behave like a holy person. We can sing Jesus. We can dance Jesus. We can speak Jesus. We can call Jesus without leaving Jesus. As I am holy, be holy. Are you ready to submit your life to Jesus? Hey, people, degrees may come. Positions may come, money may come. That's all temporary for the earth. All temporary for the earth. The people studying from Howard universities and Oxford universities are still without job. It is only God who makes open doors for you when you graduate and go from Howard University. The world may starve, but you may find a place. You may find them open because you pursue holiness. Because you love Jesus. I'm not here to convert anybody. It's not my job. 
are not here to bring any religion down or any religion up, any denomination down or any denomination up. I mean, I don't preach Christianity, I preach Jesus. My Jesus says, today if you listen to my words, do not harden your heart. If there is anybody who wants to say, Pastor, I never received this Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. I want to receive him. If there is anybody, everyone has Jesus as your personal Savior. Praise God. Now, those who have Jesus as your personal Savior, do you want to repent the way that you behave and you? How many of you are there? I think Bible says if you say you are not saved, then you are alive. We all have committed, we all have short. Can you please stand up in your place? Father God, I thank you for all those who are standing in 
this place. In response to your word, accepting our own failures, our frailties, our fragile issues, the secret sins in which we live, the compromising and complacent life, the procrastinations that we do, the double standard, two masters that we serve. Master, we bring all those things before your throne of grace. I pray let the Holy Spirit give the power to each one of us so that we can say no to every urge that is displeasing to you, O God. Every urge of sins that is displeasing to you, God. I pray that God let your word wash each one of us. Let your precious blood cleanse us. Everyone, those who are those who have opened us heart secrets to you. I pray that God, as they are putting off the old man, I pray, help them to put on the new man. Help them, give them grace, O oh Master, so that they may be able to see your glory in their life, O God. I pray, Holy Spirit, direct their steps, direct their words, intentions, and lifestyles, that they may not be able, they may not displease you, but they may do everything in order to you, because they love you. We love you, Father, Holy Spirit, right now. Touch your people. A deep, deep, deep transformation. A conviction may happen. But God, I pray that God, you touch each one of us. Tonight, when we retire to the bed, God, you speak to us through dreams and, and visions, oh God. You speak to us in still voice. Help us to repent and turn so that we may see the new day with new mercies. In Jesus' name.